Broadcast, research, innovation, practice, enterprise. You're listening to Ripecast, the podcast for all things research, innovation, practice, and enterprise here at Dublin Business School. I'm Barney Taylor, and I'm joined today by Louise Cook Escapil and Dr. Andrew Brown. Hey, guys, thanks for coming along to Ripecast. How are you both? Thanks, Barnaby. Hiya. Great to be here. Fantastic. Listen, let's begin by just kind of saying who you are and what research means and what you bring to this conversation. Perhaps we might begin with you. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Dr. Andrew Brown. I'm the practice research coordinator here at DBS for the last few years. And uh, my job, if you will, is to just kind of overview research, uh, try to assist research, help um, help our, our staff do research, help our staff find funding, help our staff find collaborations, basically encourage research in all of its many, many fashions that we have here at DBS. Fantastic. Louise, what about yourself? It's lovely to see you today. Hi, yeah. Um, yeah, as you said, my name is Louise Cook-Escapil. Um, I'm the research librarian here at DBS, and uh, I sit on the research committee with Andrew Brown and uh, yourself, Marnie. Um, yeah, I'm here to, uh, I guess, part, part of the work that I'm here to discuss today is, um, as the research committee, one of the things that we do is uh, we try to capture some of the research that goes on in DBS. Um, and how we do that is, what we do is we run a, a scholarly activity survey, um, so the reason why we want to talk to you about this today is, uh, this year it's a little bit special because, uh, the research committee are looking to run, um, a trial with, uh, a research funding database called Grant Ford from January, 2024 until, uh, uh, June. Um, and as part of the survey, people have to fill out if they want to take part in that. Um, so yeah, today just hoping to talk a little bit more about that, discuss uh, what are the pros of taking part in, in this, uh, how you can find research funding as part of this database, and yeah, how you can get research active in DBS. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, before we go any further, we're going to have to say what used to be in DBS, a very dirty word, mm. a secret word, research. Andrew, perhaps you might talk to me about what research means in DBS in 2023, because it is different now, it, isn't it? It totally is. It's a completely different thing. It's not the old uh, professor in the corner writing a peer-reviewed article anymore. It's people actively participating in research processes. It could be, I think in your case, creating a film. It could be um, a podcast like what we're creating here right now. You know, it, it, there's many, many different kinds of research outputs. And I think that one of the first things I did a couple of years ago uh, under the direction of management was define research. Yeah. And so by defining research, we, we, we put those stuffy old uh, categories out of the way. And we started to look at how we create research. How do we create outputs? Right. Outputs is the key. An output, something that people listen to, something that people hear, see, uh, maybe read too. It could be in a peer, it could be a peer-reviewed article, but it could also be some other kind of an output. And over the years, I've seen some very interesting outputs. Mm. You know, webcasts, uh, you know, um, different uh, podcasts, different other outputs. So that's one of the things I think we want to leave open that it's, it's practice. And it's also work you might be doing in enterprise. You know, it's work you might be doing for other companies. It's different things that your outputs that you're producing mm. that uh, that maybe involve some sort of a research. Mm. Uh, Claire Dix's film, yeah. you know, that was a research output. You know, there's a lot of yeah. different things that went into different research and different aspects that went into producing that. And sometimes people don't think that. Uh, sometimes somebody, you know, uh, Matt Nolan does uh, does musical work and he puts a lot of research into that. That's mm. an output. Mm. You know, so there's there's a lot of different outputs out there that that maybe we're 
we think aren't out research outputs. Yeah. So that's what we're why we're encouraging in this the survey that's open right now for you to put them in there. You know, record them. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and you know, think about in a broad way about research. It's interesting as well, isn't it? Because actually, what you're and I know this on good authority because I've been involved in the process, but actually it's been necessary to articulate that what we're interested in is more than just research. And indeed, yeah. perhaps you might talk about RIPE 23 and how that is impacting on this, the creation of a new environment. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the thing about RIPE 23, and it's in the very name itself, you know, uh, research, innovation, practice, and enterprise. You know, as a business college, uh, we're not sitting in, again, the professor sitting in a dusty corner where we're producing something that nobody looks looks at. We're producing industry data. We're producing industry research. We're producing things that make a difference, make mm. a profit, you know, whatever it might be, create something, create, da uh, create data, create uh, programs. Mm. So we, we thought we designed RIPE around three main pillars. The first one was advancing research, enterprise, and innovation for societal impact. Yep. You know, how this impacts society, how it impacts government, you know, things like, like sustainability, things like diversity and equality. These are things that should be embedded in our research practices. The second pillar was research-led teaching and the professional development of staff. Here we want to promote research excellence and impactful outcomes. Mm. So here we want our teaching to be led by research. And we want, our, we want our teaching to be led by research and our research to be led by teaching. So we want that, we want that, that embedded in our very ethos. And it is. And I believe you were working on Slate, too. And we, we, uh, we, we connected very strongly to the teaching and learning strategies in the college, uh, especially in, in, in that category. You can't separate these things anymore. And also, if we are teaching innovation classes, then that is all driven by energies from elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And it makes perfect sense for individuals involved in standing up in front of people to actually be able to say well this is what i do so give examples of practice yeah. case studies of things they've been involved in yeah. so the practice enterprise innovation thing means that we're talking about more than just writing a book yeah and i think yeah. that's crucial i mean yeah. you said there was a third pillar the for third pillar i think it kind of connects to that too is industry focused research fostering innovation and driving enterprise through research and Let's face it, we're a business college. Yeah. It's in our name. We're yeah. not a, a, again, to go back to stuffy professors, we're not a stuffy professor college. We're a business college. So we're connected to industry. And we have excellent industry advisory boards. We have excellent connections with active people in industry right now. And we're, we're, we're exploiting and using those connections too. Mm. And we will continue to. So, you know, in a way, we see DBS evolving more as a, a hub for yeah. innovation and more yeah. as a hub for, for enterprise yeah. as opposed to a, just a place where people come in, do a degree, and walk out. They come in here, they learn things, they meet people, mm. they, they, they interact with industry and they walk out with connections and they walk out with that, with actual maybe, uh, you know, industry knowledge and industry connections when they walk out of here in three, four years time, whatever it might the be. The other thing that, and that's really interesting, Andrew, thank you for that, because the other thing that's really important is that we're not thinking about an environment where it's just academics. I mean, that lets me bring you in, Louise. Now, I, clearly, you have a very highly academic background, but perhaps you might talk about your relationship with research and your role in the library. Yeah, so uh, as part of the research committee, uh, basically what we interest ourselves in is just trying to encourage a sense of um, research community in DBS and making sure that there's um, uh, an area for people to be able to do effective research and also have um, the resources that they need for um, being able to conduct research. So obviously one huge part of that is just being able to get funding to be able to do um, the research that people want to do. So this is where this kind of like scholarly survey um, comes into play. So it's kind of twofold in that in 
the first part of it is uh, we're asking people to just let us know the research outputs that they are doing so that we have uh, an awareness of the, the research held in the college and we can celebrate the research outputs that are, are being done by CBS employees. And then the second part is uh, being able to uh, collect the names of people who want to take part in this Grant Ford survey. So a great way that this platform helps people secure research funding is that um, people can log onto the platform, they create uh, profiles where they input all their uh, research interests. And not only can they look for um, research funding that is applicable for them as individuals that they might want to go off and apply uh, uh, single-handedly, but also it lets them connect with other academics across the world who they might want to collaborate to jointly apply for research funding, which is really valuable, especially when, um, like DBS is relatively small and being able to reach outside of that and collaborate with people all over Ireland, all over the world can be really useful and can really uh, allow you to get your mileage out of your research funding. Absolutely, Aaron. And it's essential because one of the other things we're thinking about, which is a key global trend at the moment, is kind of, uh, well, two things. We're thinking about affluency institutions need affluency and these kind of activities in these areas enhance a an institution's fluency when it comes to adapting to change yeah. adapting to technology adapting to the changes in learning and teaching but also as you say nowadays nobody can just look inwards all the time we need to be looking at collaborations between different disciplines internally but more importantly between different activities outside we need to be involved in these things so i mean it's very interesting to hear both of you talking about this because really this is this is a major step isn't it mm. this isn't just a ho-hum mm -hmm. it's just another survey what you are both doing is actually spearheading a paradigm shift effectively yeah. i wonder whether you might have any final thoughts on the significance of paradigm shifts yeah no it's it's very important i think uh, we're slowly moving towards that paradigm shift and i think we're seeing that reflected on the ground and in, in, in how we're working with uh, bigger teams in the research department and, and other areas and i think that that outreach uh, you know reaching out collaborating uh, louise mentioned collaboration it's so important it's how we do research and mm. it's how we're going to get more funding and get more attention and become a, a more central part of a wider research community. No, fantastic. Yes. Louise, you okay. have uh, generated posters and QR codes. So perhaps <laughs> yes, you might I tell have, our yeah. listeners what they need to do when they see one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if uh, any of the listeners are on the fifth floor of Castle House, uh, they might be haunted by these posters, which I've put all over. Um, and yeah, basically, it's very straightforward. Um, if you just scan the QR code it, uh, with your phone, it should automatically bring you to the survey and you can fill it out. It's really brief. Uh, there's uh, only a few details that you need to fill out your name, the research outputs, if you have any, if you don't, you don't need to worry about filling that out. And then just your details if you want to take part in the in the free trial from January to the July. So, yeah, please make sure to uh, try to 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 fill that out um, before sort of like the middle of December, end of year. Uh, and yeah, you should be good to go. Fantastic, because the other thing that's happening finally, and then I think we'll, we'll we'll go our separate ways, is what we're actually trying to do is start a conversation about inclusion, because there may be people who are thinking of getting involved. Yeah. It may be there are people who have industry connections they haven't connected with in the same way. So what the two of you are doing, and this is why I'm interested in this paradigm shift, is we're actually looking at our colleagues. Who do we sit next to? Who do we sit who comes into the library? Who do we pass on the corridor? And each one of us may have 
a story that fits into this new ripe environment, sure. which I suppose we're gonna yeah. we're gonna rip the uh, <laughs> the ripe until we run out of time. Um, I just wonder, and our, our closing thoughts, Andrew, do you have any final thoughts? And then Louise, I'll come to you. Anything that you, yeah, you no, feel I'm, you want to well, sign I'm, off? I'm very excited. I'm very excited with what we're, what's going forward here now, and the, I think research at uh, DBS has become a much more vibrant thing. Fantastic, Louise. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm yeah, I mean, I absolutely echo uh, what Andrew said there. And I, I just, yeah, I, I think I'm quite excited to see what's going to happen. Um, I guess seeing the state of DBS research in six months time in uh, June or July, once we've had this kind of period to trial run this database and seeing how many uh, funding opportunities we get out of it and just seeing the connections that form in the college or from the college outside of the college in terms of uh, who gets the chance to collaborate, who gets the chance to secure exciting research funding opportunities and actually do the work that they want to do. Um, so, yeah, really excited to see where this goes. Fantastic. Andrew, thank you very much for coming along. Thanks, Bernie. Louise, it's been a real pleasure to hear about your you. uh, involvement in this. Uh, this has been RipeCast, the podcast series for all things research, innovation, practice and enterprise. Tune in for the next episode. Right cast, research, innovation, practice, enterprise.